Blog Talk Radio. Carol the Coach. Sex, love, and relationships. We talk about it here. Carol the Coach. Compassion with contemporary relevance. I am a psychotherapist. I can be your personal life coach and I can help you with your issues. There are no problems too small or too big. You can talk about anything. Speaker, columnist, radio TV host, and commentator. Carol the Coach brings messages of wellness and empowerment within reach of everyday people every day. Almost five years ago, I lost my soulmate in an accident. He was killed in a plane crash. Life just for me has seemed to stop. There are groups all over the city. I mean, I teach one. It is a specific way to start thinking so that you shift how you see the world, which then shifts your energy, and then you feel better and you actually see things differently. Carol the Coach, always available to at carolthecoach.com. Now, I've got Russell on the line. I'm 47 years old. I'm a truck driver. I am married. I have a wife in San Francisco. Okay. I haven't been home in six months. My thing is, I, I don't know if I have a sex addiction or what the problem is. Why do I want what I can't have? And as soon as I can have it, I don't want it anymore. You're right on target when you say, I don't know if I have a sexual addiction. Well, guess what? Yes, you do. And you know what? That's my specialty, Russell. So you're at the right place. Continue. I meet women online and, and I'm in a different part of the country. I, I travel all 48 states, so I love sex. I hear self-esteem issues. You never felt good enough and you didn't feel like you were getting what you should have then. And you're really enacting that now. Do you want to change that about yourself? I got an interesting email this week. He said that he really wanted to understand how to deal with divorce with integrity. And so when I knew that we had somebody who wanted to, you know, be able to, to do this integrity, that's exactly what I teach in IRCA, the Early Recovery Couples Empathy Work. I say, you know, you can stay together and try to make it work. You can take a separation and make those decisions, or you can get a divorce. But if you're going to work with me and you're going to do this, the separation or the divorce, you've got to do that with integrity. And that's hard to do. It is hard to know how to how to separate from somebody and know what the steps are and what's best for both of them and what's best for the kids. And and so I was so excited when I saw Dr. Jill Manning had created uh, this amazing guide. It's called the Therapeutic Separation Planning Guide. And I'm not kidding you. It could not be more concise and comprehensive if I had asked specifically for somebody to do it myself. I mean, she has thought about every conceivable aspect from purpose and goals, strengths and weaknesses, timing and length, um, you know. And so I wanted to have her on the show. If you're thinking about getting separated and you are not sure how to go about it, this is the podcast that will help to clear that up. So I'm going to welcome Dr. Jill Manning to Sex Help with Carol the Coach. Dr. Jill, thanks for coming today. Thank you for inviting me. It's a pleasure to be with you. 
Yeah, well, we go back a while. I mean, we've been on the board, AppSats together, and you have probably more than any professional I've ever met created the most beautiful websites and resources available to partners. And, you know, what I really love about this therapeutic separation guide is that you write it for the couple. I mean, you're talking about this is how a couple can do this. So can you tell me a little bit about what inspired you to do this? And then, of course, a little bit about your product. Sure. Well, thank you, Carol, first of all. I am a licensed marriage and family therapist by training. And so even though I specialize in working individually with betrayed individuals, my heart and vision is how does this impact families? How does this impact marriages? That's really the vision. Now, it is not always possible to keep a family intact in a safe and healthy way. I do believe, though, it's possible to do it more often than is currently happening. Mm-hmm. And we need more tools. We need more resources. People want healing. They want recovery. But they may not know what that looks like, what that involves, how that can be done. So as a marriage and family therapist working in this field, I have been looking for something like this myself for years, Carol, of wanting a practical resource that we could provide to couples when they are at that point of things are not working the way they're currently constituted. They desire healing, but things are deteriorating. And often, and I know that you'll, you've been at this juncture many times, things get locked into a black and white perspective. We're staying together or we're divorcing. And the therapeutic separation really can be a third path. It can be a third way that for some couples, not all, it can be a resource and path to take a break, take a breather, reassess what our options are in a calmer, more grounded way. And so this resource and the inspiration behind it really was to try the best that I knew how and with my skills to put something together that would give a guide and a practical resource to help people walk through what could that look like for us? What would that mean practically? Yeah, you have really done a nice job of formulating what so many couples are concerned about or wonder about. I know that you have over 120 questions that cover key topics so that they can kind of go to those and see what you might advise. And, you know, separating couples are in crisis, and it's very, very difficult to know how to do that. And if you're dealing with couples, um, that are divorcing because of commonplace things, it's one thing. But if you're dealing with couples that suffer from sexual addiction and partner betrayal, the executing functioning of the prefrontal cortex may not be working as well. And so I love that this 59, 60-page document really goes step-by-step into each topic um, to break it down so that our couples don't have to think about what to ask it's all about, it's right there. It's, it's brilliant. Well, th- thank you, Carol. And w- let's talk for a moment about how it's organized because this, I think, is um, instructive in and of itself of just what couples 
are needing when this kind of a crisis comes up or has been developing for a long time. The first segment of this guide goes through some of the just the practical information. When is a therapeutic separation appropriate? What are signs that a couple may need to look at that would indicate that a, some time apart, some time away could be useful for them? Different types of separations. There's six, sorry, yeah, yes, six different types of separations. A lot of people just think of one, or they, they may not mm -hmm. have been introduced to different types of separations. Then the first segment of the document goes, is intended for individuals to use, meaning one partner would go through it, the other partner would go through their own copy, and just do individual brainstorming, what their needs are, preferences, and answers to the questions. And then the last segment of the document is where the merged finalized separation agreement comes into being. And I want to make clear, I think it would be very difficult uh, for couples to do this totally on their own. Not impossible, but difficult. Mm -hmm. I usually see this happen, this type of intervention. And to be clear, a therapeutic separation is a clinical intervention. It is not a legal process. That's really important to distinguish. A court mm -hmm. of law would rip this up and think, well, that's cute. It has no legal bearing whatsoever. So it's a clinical therapeutic intervention. And I do recommend that it be uh, overseen and facilitated by usually two individual therapists and or a couples therapist. Both people need a safe space to have some guidance, some support as they're going through this. So that second part of the document is where in those therapies they could be going through the differences and points of commonality in their individual sections and bringing those together, merging them into a final agreement that's written. Mm -hmm. Well, and it's nice for clinicians, um, couples therapists, coaches who are with our clients to be able to oversee this just to make sure if they have any questions or they're not thinking exactly right. I know that's when I coach them, even though I'm a mental health therapist, I'm also a coach, and I coach my clients, again, to do things with integrity and not out of anger, but out of what's in the best interest of you and what do you need. And when you look at needs and the best interest for you and your family, it, it just does make this therapeutic. It makes it a stepping stone to deciding what's next. And that's really yeah. what this is for. It gives the brain some time to rest and to think about, what do I need from this relationship, and am I able to get it? And if not, what other resources might I need to be able to supplement our relationship? And if there isn't, then, you know, how can I proceed to do this, as I said earlier, in integrity, which doesn't mean that you have to be happy, but it definitely means that you don't approach it mean-spirited, that you say, I just want all of us to be um, in integrity with ourselves so that we are also putting the other person in the equation too. It's not just all about me. It's about all of us, and that always involves the kids. Um, uh, therapeutic separation is hard on kids. We think, Jill and I do, that if you need a therapeutic separation, it may be the best thing for kids to, to get the adults to get 
Isn't that right, Jill? Yes, and we know from the research that uh, it's when we look at divorce research, for instance, it's not divorce itself that is is the most harmful in that equation. It's the toxicity and high conflict divorce that causes the mm-hmm. most damage. When couples and I, I'm so relieved that we're now turning a page. What seems to be turning a page in our culture where there is more divorce mediation, divorce support, coaches, resources that can help families go through that process more peacefully and in a healthier way. Uh, Coming back to the therapeutic separation, sometimes a therapeutic separation may be the segue to a more permanent separation or divorce. My observation, Carol, has been when there is an a healthy, very structured, thoughtful separation that's been put in place, it can ease the way and make that more uh, peaceful and less conflictual. Therapeutic separation, though, should not be used as a substitute if a couple Mm -hmm. knows they they want divorce or need divorce. Uh, I want to make clear, this isn't a game. This isn't just trying to postpone or put off something that a couple knows is needed. The best outcomes for therapeutic separation are when people are coming in with a good faith effort that we want to heal individually Mm -hmm. and as a couple and as a family, and we're going to do our very best and good faith efforts to make that happen. There's a risk, though, with any intervention that, in that separated state, people may realize this space is good. We may need more of it. Um, sometimes people have greater appreciation for the relationship, and it, it heightens that desire to come back together and reconcile. Well, you know, I, I love the fact that you created this document based on research, and you are a researcher. Um, you do an amazing job at that. That is an art all in and of itself, and it it takes a special skill. And Dr. Jill Manning, who wrote a therapeutic separation planning guide, um, does follow the research, and she does obtain research. Now, you said something at the very beginning, and I didn't stop you, but you said there are two types of, was it separations? You delineated it into two. Well, there's actually six types of separations. What I was referring to were the two main sections of the guide. But let's talk about the six types of separations. And these are outlined and explained in the guide because I do want people, anyone, I'd want this for myself to be educated and informed. What are my options? What are the pros and cons of each option? And also what are the legal implications of each option? I want to make very clear that I am not an attorney, and I do encourage couples that I work with, individuals that I work with, to seek legal counsel if they have any questions about how something like this may impact them financially or with a future legal proceeding such as a divorce down the road because the laws are different in each state, in each country. Mm -hmm. So I do recommend people seek legal counsel if they have any questions or confusion about what this would really mean for them, where they live. Going back to the six types, we have a trial separation, permanent separation, 
a legal separation, therapeutic, which is what we're focused on today, Carol, in-home mm-hmm. separation, and lastly, nesting, which is more of a, I, we can call it a nesting separation, but it's more of an arrangement. A nesting arrangement could be coupled with any of the other five that I just mentioned. Um, so that people have options, and there's pros and cons with each one. Okay, and so that makes a lot of sense, and I'm sure our listening audience knew of at least three or four of those. Mm-hmm. Um, and today we're talking that therapeutic separation planning guide, and we are talking with Dr. Jill Manning, and she just created this digital download. So you can actually go to her website, and it's Dr. Dr. Jill, J-I-L-L-M-A-N-N-I-N-G, Dot com. If you go to her website, and then I believe it's under resources, right, Jill? Uh, actually, a correction with that. When people go to the website, they will hover over the, ta- the tab shop, and then there's two drop-down options. We'll go to digital downloads, and in digital downloads, they'll be able to search through. There, there's a catalog of about 24 different digital downloads, including free printables that people can access for free. Um, the digital downloads come as a PDF. Uh, in color PDF document that you can instantly download and use. And they can copy that uh, for themselves for personal use as many times as they need, um, which is the beauty of a digital download. For people that are coaches or clinicians, if they are professionals mm-hmm. working in this space, that one-time purchase of that document, they are able to use that indefinitely as many times as they want with as many clients as they want going forward. Wow. And so, again, if we have a professional that wants to download this therapeutic uh, planning guide for separation, they can use it with the next 300 clients they have that are considering how to do this. And um, what a great investment. We are not allowed to talk price over the air, but let me just say, it is amazingly uh, affordable and inexpensive. And if you get on her website, you will see lots and lots of free things that are, in general, would be good for your clients, would be good for the client, would be good for our listeners. I mean, you have that free betrayal trauma first aid um, sheet. It's a printable that you recently updated. And I, when I want to go to a website and just get calmed down, I go to Dr. Jill Manning's uh, <laughs> website haven't I told you before, it's the most beautiful website there is. That's kind. Thank you, Carol. Well, absolutely. And I just want to tell them one more thing about you. I think I say this every time. If I don't, I know I think it. So it's 5.30 in the morning, and I'm drinking my coffee, and I'm reading my Oprah from seven years ago, six years ago. I don't remember how long ago. And I see an article on partner betrayal. And, you know, Jill, you and I both know there's not enough information mainstream to talk about partner betrayal, to talk about sex addiction in a human way, to talk about couples' relationships. And so I, my, as my husband would say, her tail was wagging. She was so happy that there was this thing. And then I see that they're talking about Dr. Jill Manning, and I do believe Kevin Skinner, wasn't it? 
Yes, yes. We were both interviewed for the September 2018 uh, article on betrayal trauma in Oprah magazine, which is really a thrill. I mean, just on a personal level, but professionally, professionally, I was, like yourself, Carol, overjoyed that they were bringing attention to such an important topic that impacts so many people. It it really was uh, really a, a... stamp of endorsement at the highest level for this to be featured in that way. And, and I have no doubt that, that that topic and have it being featured in that way has helped a lot of people. Well, 100%. And again, maybe some of my listeners might know Dr. Jill Manning, but the truth is that she always works from the highest level of integrity, too. So to have somebody so confident talk about it, Dr. Kevin Skinner is an amazing researcher, and he just really works on getting the information out there. Um, I just joined faculty with ITAP. So he and I work side by side, even though we aren't together. So I'm just so thrilled to be doing that. This oh, is a congrats. That's great. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's a small community, and we all have opportunities to make differences for our clients. And what I'm finding is I'm asking my clients to pay it forward and to share psychoeducation with each other and to let each other know about resources. And, again, that's why I'm so excited about this digital download. Um, So I just want to go over some of the topics because, again, I know that when you're thinking about getting a divorce, you as as a client, as a listener, know firsthand a lot of the questions that you're going to have right off the bat. But truly, it talks about living arrangements and parenting responsibilities and family activities, couple communication. I mean, it, it walks you through how, how best to do that. You know, they, they say... I don't know if this is still uh, the number one topic to talk about in a marriage, but they said that more couples argue more about household duties and responsibilities than they do about sex or money. And so you've got uh, division of household responsibilities listed here as something that the two, the couple has to be able to figure out as they're going through this therapeutic separation. So tell us a little bit more about those topics and why you picked them. Great question, Carol. I did my very best, and I want to give credit where credit is due. I also consulted very closely with the divorce and separation specialist, Lisa Hall, who's a licensed marriage and family therapist, as well as Dr. Eileen Wade-Stein, who is a CSAT and a, a psychologist of 30 years, just hold both of those ladies and clinicians in the highest regard, really respect their work, and knowing that both of them have worked a lot with both therapeutically separated couples, legally separated couples, and divorcing or divorced couples, I really wanted them to catch anything that I had missed and get their feedback. So I I just want to give credit where credit is due, Carol, there. And in talking with them, consulting with them, on multiple occasions, this list of topics grew to what are the things that couples 
need to give thought and mind to when they are preparing to separate in a mindful, thoughtful way. And I love your focus on integrity, Carol, with integrity, that it's lined up with their values, their beliefs, and their goals and, and needs. And so in doing that, we I went through A to Z, you know, everything from who has the keys to the main home to uh, affection, sexuality, worship services. If, if people are active in a faith community, how will that be managed in a separated situation? Are they going to attend worship services together or not, attend them separately? How will holidays work? School pickup, family dinners, birthdays. I really wanted people to have a guide in black and white and in writing to think through because as you well noted, Carol, and I agree completely, when people are under high levels of stress or inactive trauma or addiction, we are physiologically not able to think through all of those things clearly. So in this guide, as you noted, there's over 120 open-ended questions to put things on people's radar of a wide mix of categories and topics to consider. Now, you and I both know there's a, a lot of diversity when it comes to families. Not all categories of questions are going to apply or be pertinent to each family. That's okay. It's okay if, if a couple cross out a section that maybe they don't have children. Okay, you can cross that section out. I do believe and I have confidence, Carol, that all of the topics that are covered will give a couple a solid foundation upon which to create a thoughtful, mindful separation situation. If things need to be added, that's okay. You know, If there's something that's been missed, and I'm always open to feedback, someone could email me, Jill, you need this in your guide, please send me that feedback. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do believe this is a, a, a solid range of topics that we've covered that aren't necessarily top of mind when you're under stress. Well, and I like the gray ones. And by gray, I mean you think about a therapeutic separation, of, uh, you know, and this is obviously a planning guide, and you think about the keys and the holidays, and who's paying what, and where are they sleeping, and blah, blah, blah. But you bring up topics like sexual intimacy, dating, um, the, the gray areas that you don't necessarily think about, but if you can talk about them ahead of time, maybe you'll have a better idea of what you both think. Now, you and I know, Jill, that Talking about it opens the door to more communication. It doesn't even necessarily mean that it happens that way, but at least you've got the couple talking about it so that it won't come as a surprise if somebody asks somebody out or somebody suggests that they go to bed together, whatever. They've at least had that dialogue, and um, that communication is so important no matter what state of your marriage you're in. Wouldn't you agree? Totally. Well, and to build upon that, Carol, I've tried to include any and all topics that I have seen as a marriage and family therapist in this field cause disruption and heartache and further betrayal when a particular topic is not clear and has not been overtly 
discussed or there's agreement around that, especially when we work in the space of betrayal, we have to be extra careful that we are Mm -hmm. intending to any and all subjects that could cause further betrayal if they are not explicitly spelled out and agreed upon. So that's really the the heart and intention behind the wide range of topics covered. It's not trying to create overkill. It's trying to really have people be intentional and thoughtful to reduce and eliminate any possible friction or conflict that's not already in the mix because there was a misunderstanding or things had not been discussed and both people interpreted something differently. So even even if a couple went through the first portion, which they do individually, they don't do that in a collaborative way, that first section is answering all of those questions on their own to get clear within their own mind and body, what do I need? Even if, Carol, a couple then came together for that second portion to start merging that and every question they wrote was somehow on opposite sides of the spectrum, okay, they're in disagreement with most things, let's say, even then there is great benefit I have witnessed to couples getting clearer understanding about where Mm -hmm. the differences are and where their partner is coming from. And because it's in writing, most conflict is occurring verbally, maybe through an unthoughtful text or something like that. We don't see couples in writing over 59 pages map out where their differences of opinion lie. And the clarity that can come from that is, has really been insightful and helpful for couples, that even that, even when there are big differences. What I tend to see more often, though, is surprise and insight of realizing they had more in common than they may have realized because so much has gotten lost in the shuffle of conflict and stress. Mm -hmm. So it is a helpful exercise, I believe, for couples to do answer those questions and then share those answers in a safe and contained way, usually in couples therapy or with in a joint session with both individual therapists present. And we then go through, okay, where is their common ground and agreement? Where are their differences? And sometimes massive differences. And work with it. I don't believe anything is wasted in this work. The differences or the commonalities all can be leveraged for greater clarity and healing, I believe. Yes, 100%. And for, again, our listening audience, if you're thinking, wow, how lucky we both have our own therapist and we have a couples therapist and everybody sits together and kind of talks about this, that is the ideal, most definitely. And if you've got two therapists that want to come together with you and, and support you and witness with you what the dialogue is all about, it can be very helpful as you then proceed to enact um, this contract together after you've signed it. And what I found to be true is that sometimes a client will forget how they presented themselves and they'll think that they thought something else than they did. And it's helpful to be able to say, well, I can see why he or she is confused because I was with you and I thought you meant something differently too. That's not an accusation. 
Again, this is a high-stress situation, and it's created to lower the stress to determine what's it like to be apart. And it can be a precursor to divorce, but it doesn't have to be. It may just be the rest you need. You know, Jill, one of the gifts of somebody going into residential treatment for 30 or 45 days is that it gives the partner, whoever that is, an opportunity to let his or her brain calm down. And that safety is restored at least partially, and it's really like a vacation. And in some ways, a therapeutic um, separation that's this well-documented is also an opportunity to take a breather and think even a little more clearly about the future in a non-threatening way, you know, whether you stay or whether you go. Uh, So, again, this is genius, and I want to remind our listening audience I'm talking to Dr. Jill Manning, and she's written this incredible therapeutic separation planning guide. You can get it on her website, Dr. Without the Period, Dr. Jill Manning, Com. And uh, she has a whole host of digital downloads. Some, some cost nominal amounts, and I do mean nominal. In today's world, when these are astronomical, these are really inexpensive fees. And she's got a lot of free downloads, too, because I know you and I both believe in grounding and resourcing and providing safety for all involved. And I've really seen that to be your mission. You, you've just done an excellent job of giving, empowering clients and giving them the tools to believe in themselves and trust, again, their own intuition and their own skills. Well, Carol, that was really one of the uh, goals and visions of doing digital downloads. Where It was a couple of things. One, to break this important work down in bite-sized pieces. When you're in crisis and someone hands you a massive workbook or a big, thick book, it's overwhelming. It's overwhelming. And so a digital download that's a few pages long, the, the, and to be clear, the separation guide is my longest document at 59 pages. Mm-hmm. Some of them are two pages, five pages, and it focuses in on one skill that is a foundational piece of the trail trauma healing. So that was part of the goal. Also, you and I both know we do not have enough betrayal trauma specialists in the world. Mm-hmm. We can't train them fast enough, right? And there's a great mm-hmm. need out there. So digital downloads, let's say someone has a therapist that, or a coach that they're working with and have a really great relationship with, but that person is not specialized in this work. Digital downloads can complement and supplement uh, that work if someone's not working with a specialized care provider and in, have that be incorporated into work that they're already doing. So that really was the goal, was to spread access and awareness of betrayal trauma healing work and the components of that, but also for those working in this space to have high-quality resources they could share with their clients and to break this work down into bite-sized pieces. Mm-hmm. Well, Dr. Jill, I so appreciate this product your passion. Um, I know that it really is meaningful work when you have such a passion for 
for a population that is in so much pain and in so much crisis, and that's one of the reasons I wrote Unleashing Your Power is because I wanted them to know they can get over to post-traumatic growth, and once they get safe and they grieve and mourn all their losses, then it's time to do that. And this may be just what the listening audience needs to get to that place where you can self-evaluate what you need, what you want, and what's in your best interest when it comes to your own physical, emotional, spiritual safety. Uh, Anything else you want to add for our listening audience, which I, I started for sex addicts, but believe it or not, I've got more part than even sex addicts that listen to the show. (laughs) Sure. Well, I'll I'll close with this because this is really um, what this document's all about, this resource. But the larger principle is really wanting people to heal. And sometimes we have to heal individually more before we can heal together. And a therapeutic separation can provide a way in which people can breathe and take space, but we want that space to be mindful and thoughtful, not rash or in crisis. And I want, I want to close, Carol, with um, there was some research in 2003 that studied couples who decided to separate. And this included couples that had therapeutically separated. And what they found was only about 50% of the separated couples will get back together. And about 25% of, approximately 25% of those, sorry, I apologize, I'm making this confusing. 50% who separate will get back together and reconcile. Half of those who get back together will eventually divorce. So that means only 25% of those who separate actually stay together long-term. Now, some people may be saying, Jill, why are you telling us this? That's really depressing and, and not very hopeful. This is why I'm saying this, is because to make a therapeutic separation or separated time of any sort helpful, couples need to be doing work in that separated space One of the biggest mistakes when when I interviewed and looked at research in this was that couples would get back together too prematurely without having done enough work to address the issues that caused them to get to that spot in the first place. There is hope for change. I believe in that passionately, that people have to be doing the work. They can't just separate and take a breather and not be working on the issues. When couples dive in and work on the issues, I hold great great hope for them. And and the research supports that too, that couples are making it that do this, but they're the ones that have actually been intentional and thoughtful about what do we need to address that coming back together can be healthy and safe. And that's possible. Well, and I love that you said that because truly when this field got started, when people were learning about sex addiction and partner betrayal, what we saw was that sex addicts were to do their own work and she was to stay on her own side and they weren't supposed to communicate. What we know more than anything is that they should be working together on whatever their goal is. And that's why it's so important for our listening audience to um, understand that it's all about, all about, 
talking together and going through these topics and not necessarily agreeing, but at least each one being clear about one's own position. That makes this whole thing work much better, much more smoothly, and truly it'll take you to that next step wherever that is. So, Dr. Manning, thank you so much for sharing your wisdom. I can't wait to see the next thing you put out. Please call me when you do. Our listening audience needs to know about it. Thank you. Thank you, Carol, and for all your work. Take good care. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. So now the truth is, obviously, this is a woman who has made it her life to be able to really, really work towards partner betrayal and safety within the context of the coupleship. That's what I love. I love that that's happening. Okay, you know what else I love? (laughs) I love today. It is sunny out. I got my puppy in the background. He's kind of moaning as we speak. He loves to sleep. And it's my birthday. And usually my birthday falls on um, voting day. So between Veterans Day and voting day, I kind of share share, uh, my birthday with the world. And so as I leave, you know, what I would encourage you to do is something that one of the great therapists suggested um, that we have our clients do. Now, get this. I know you're going to think it's corny, but that's because I'm sentimental. It's my birthday, and I've gotten all these beautiful cards from all these beautiful people who um, who are just there to support me. Um, would you send yourself a love letter or a card and just write down why you're special and unique? You know, my my favorite exercise is come up with 25 personality adjectives that describe you. You know, I'm intelligent, I'm dedicated, I'm loving, I'm caring, I'm sensual, I'm thoughtful, I'm mindful. Or just write yourself a note that says, you know, I so appreciate you because you try really hard, you're not perfect, but you do a damn good job. And then mail it to yourself (laughs) and wait for the mail to come so that it reminds you of how unique and special you are. And as I say at the end of every show, there will only be one of you at all times. Fearlessly have the courage to be yourself. Make it a great week. And we'll see you for more sex health with Carol, the coach. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.